Hi, dear listener. Zach here. I'm proud of the work we did on Call of Discovery and Keyforge Public Radio, and last year I took my love of podcasts full-time with my company, Rooster High Productions. If you know someone with a business who wants to broadcast their expertise through podcasts and derived social media marketing, send them my way to Zach at RoosterHigh.com. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome to Call of Discovery, the podcast where we invite you on a journey into the crucible for a weekly or fortnightly celebration of all things Keyforge, its wonderful community, and of course, the excitement of Discovery. I'm your co-host, Ed Pocock, and I'm here, as always, by my evil twin from across the great yonder. It's Zach Armstrong. How are you doing, Zach? Ah, Ed, it's our spoiler episode. Ah, 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 spoilers. <laughs> that was so much. I, I don't know what I expected, but it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> Ed, it's our spoiler episode. It's Monday. It's our spoiler episode. We have spoilers. But no one likes spoilers, Zach. I've traversed the internet far and wide and everyone says that spoilers are an awful thing. I don't know what internet you were on, Ed. Did you go to the moon and log on to their Wi-Fi? Because this is Earth, and we love spoilers here on Earth, Ed. But sometimes those spoilers can be unfathomable. They can bring dark tidings, and we don't want that. It is. Uh, we shouldn't mislead, some because sometimes spoilers can be logos oh. Lo- lo- logo Logos? They can be logical? They can, they can be. be. We'll have to do some private investigations on the website. Ah, there we go. We are, <laughs> you are you are captaining this ship in the right direction, I think, Ed. Yes, listeners, today we have two spoilers from the upcoming fifth expansion to Keyforge, that is Dark Tidings. Everyone's favorite Lovecraftian mermaids are going to be making an appearance, and we at Call of Discovery are uber excited for everything that comes with it yes we are and i have to say i am appreciative of ffg on a pretty deep level here ed because we're call of discovery we enjoyed the discovery of the game we've often been described uh, self-described as not really competitive though there is the whole sweaty zach thing and ffg really lined up these spoilers to be on brand because these cards aren't super powerful so i'm just super appreciative that they really leaned into (laughs) our brand when sending us uh, these these cards there's me thinking you were going to lead with the fact that (laughs) these cards are super flavorful and that's they are I mean, for me, that's the thing that excites me about the cards. So now, I, I will say, I love these cards. Um, uh, you know, they're they're perhaps not the next, uh, you know, like tribute or six semper or something like that, and they're fun. I'm going to be happy to see these in decks. They're they're not bad. Uh, they're not bad, uh, but the flavor of these cards is really over the top. Both of them, we have like the captain and the private investigator. Um, both of both of which are very flavorful, some great flavor text. So yes, I I am I love these cards as much as I joke. I do love these cards, mm, and we are super excited for this this new expansion mm-hmm. from a flavor from a flavor view as well. Yes, well, Ed, uh, b- 
before without any further ado uh what's uh would you like to pick one of these cards to read the text off of if people if people have seen on social we spoiled the names uh the names power armor and art uh, but we haven't spoiled the text of the cards yet army hearties the first card to sail the dark tidings is the logos six power creature cyborg Captain Crescent. Um, <laughs> that was my best pirate accent. And uh, Captain Crescent has quite a cool and interesting ability. It's a rare card, and it says, while you control another creature with elusive, taunt, poison, or skirmish, Captain Crescent gains that keyword. Um, with the wonderful flavor text here, we can learn so much from our animal friends and, and and animal friends you see in the art because you have a picture of you have you have a cyborg with a uh, a rustic pirate hat on who is uh, stroking its cyborg beard um with a cunning morewolf uh, sat right in front of it so uh, big up for the morewolves here i absolutely love morewolves and it's great to see them make a, an appearance in logos even even more so what what do you think about this card zach yes i love the flavor uh love the flavor you know that that quote uh, we can learn so much from our animal friends. He's examining the more wolf and then he gains keywords if you've got creatures in your battle line. So I love the overall flavor of the card. Um, uh, probably not a card that will seal a game for you on its own. And really his strength is going to depend. His strength as a card will depend on how frequently those keywords are on uh, creatures in your deck and really creatures in the set in general it's certainly going to be great if you if you manage to have some poison and skirmish um uh he'll only have taunt if there's another taunt on the board so that's a little bit trickier uh elusive could be nice so i think in the right deck he's going to be a very effective creature on your board that gives your opponent some trouble as soon as he gets two or more of those i think in some decks and some decks he'll be a you know he'll be a call for the quiet or he'll be um you know he'll be a nice little six power taunt um, but, uh, so yeah, I enjoy him. I don't think he's bad. I think in some decks he'll be a great board presence. And, um, at the end of the day, he's very flavorful and I love the little interworld reference and the whole theme of learning that he's got going on. It's very Keyforge. And we've had the Keyforge house, the Skyborn spoiled in the RPG book. These are the space pirates of Keyforge or the, the, the cyberpunk space pirates. I'll put it that way. And uh, Captain Cressage could just be our first look at that, or one of our first looks of that. Um, we've already had the Red Baron, of course, in the game. Um, could be a character that has some sort of affiliation with the Skyborn. Yeah, he certainly has uh, those ship vibes. He is what in what looks like some sort of ship cabin. There's a night sky above him. So while he's, uh, you know, a Logos-affiliated learner, um, it certainly looks like he could have a, a future or a past associated with a Skyborn, I'd agree. And I'd I think agree. the, the Morwolves might be the uh, the the uh, pirate parrots of the Skyborn, potentially. That would be <laughs> kind of cool. Yes, this is uh, if that if the hologram projecting in front of him of the Morwolf is to scale, they are perfect shoulder, the perfect shoulder size. That's true. Mm. That's true. And Zach, moving on swiftly to, uh, as you are the evil twin in this podcast mm -hmm. duo, it's would true. you like it's to uh, reveal our next card? 
Our next card is an evil twin named P.I. Swevin. So most of you will likely know, listening to our spoilers episode, what an evil twin is. But if you don't, uh, creatures in Dark Tidings, some will have an evil twin version with the same name, uh, a same name, a little tag up top that says evil twin, and it appears in evil twin decks. Say you had the Bishop of Giant Way Kingdom. Uh, there could exist a deck that's the Bishop of Giant Way Kingdom's evil twin, and it would have all the same cards by name, except the evil twin cards would be swapped. So instead of a regular P.I. Swevin, you would have P.I. Swevin, the evil twin. So we have P.I. Swevin, the evil twin. The art is of uh, a lady with some moderate cybernetic enhancements uh, holding some sort of glowing device in her hands in a dark room. She's got a bit of a fancy investigator's coat on and a nice uh, old school noir hat. Um, She's a two power creature, a human and a scientist. And she has a conditional ability. She has reap. If the tide is high, your opponent discards a random card from their hand. And her flavor text, she has a quote here. That gorgeous idiot will never catch me, Uh, which I absolutely love that flavor text. That gorgeous idiot will never catch me. It just speaks to such fun, uh, tropey, romping uh, romance, uh, romance things. That's a lot of fun. So. Uh, at, two, at two power and then a conditional reap ability with discarding a card from your opponent's hand. Um, the P.I. Swevin is a slightly weaker, uh, more conditional toxin. Uh, but of course, we've seen that a lot in Keyforge, right? Where a card is simply a weaker version of another. We all still like uh, the regular Mermook, even though it is strictly speaking a worse grabber jammer. So P.I. Swevin hopefully has a life in some some decks where you can get the tide high and then just knock a couple cards out of your opponent's hand with with the P.I. here. And of course, this is the evil twin version of P.I. Swevin. So yes, somewhere yes. out there in spoilers anon, there will be a, a standard version of P.I. Swevin, which uh, does something di- potentially different. So uh, we'll be keeping our eye out for that. And it might look entirely different as well. That's true. That's true. So I know I haven't seen it yet across the spoiler verse. So please reach out uh, if you have received or uh, have found out where the uh, regular P.I. Swevin has been spoiled. If they have, I really hope they have. Uh, That would be an awful lot of fun to find that pair. Yeah, Evil Twin, definitely one of those things I'm so excited about, about this set. I don't think I've ever come across a, a game that's done a similar thing before. So once again, it's Keyforge diving out into the unknown headfirst and doing something crazy. Yes, yes, that's very true. Very true. But I, I'm excited. I do love the flavor on these, um, especially on Captain Cressage. The me- mechanics really line up with his flavor there. And uh, the PI, I think, in, in the right decks with repeatable abilities or anything else with the Titus High can hopefully get some uh, oppression going on in Logos, which uh, isn't isn't normal. It's uh, interesting that there's a discard from your, you know, it's a, and it's an oppressive, usually dis-esque ability on the evil twin in Logos. I think they've given themselves permission to kind of break out of the house identities in the evil twin uh, in the evil twin variants a bit here, which is a lot of fun. Because uh, usually it would be, you know, drawing a card, archiving a card, maybe discarding from your own hand. Um, but this is actually an offensive ability on Logos, which is perhaps why um, it's more restricted than Toxin, because it's a bit out of the house's uh, identity. So they're going to make you pay a bit more uh, for the ability rather than uh, compared to Toxin. Indeed. Indeed. 
And we have got a whole host of Dark Tidings content coming up on this podcast as we head through spoiler season and into the release. Uh, but we'll be kicking off first with a chat with a Double Vault Tour winner, George Kegel, uh, in next week's episodes. Yes, very excited uh, about that one where we, where we talk about the battle line. So certainly tune in this Thursday for the chat with George. With George there, two vault tours and a whole lot in his brain. Uh, it's going to be a really lovely interview. Indeed, indeed. Well, that is it. We hope that you uh, liked hearing about the Dark Tidings car that we were sent so uh, lovingly by FFG. So thank you to FFG for that. Um, as usual... Uh, you know, toss this podcast out to some friends if they if you'd think they would enjoy Keyforge. Lee review if it's crazy, we'll read it out. And of course, our final question, as always, have you answered the call of discovery? <laughs>